Hello there. A bit later getting on the old airwaves this morning. I just uh, had to get some shit done. So, hello. Uh, if you're listening on iTunes later on, this is episode number eight. If you're listening on Anchor, well, this is just another one of those segments uh, of random rubbish from yours truly. Uh, well, maybe not rubbish. I hope it's not rubbish anyway. Um, but... Uh, I find that the nature of the content uh, that uh, we m- might produce on Anchor uh, doesn't necessarily lend itself to being stitched together for podcast episode. I'm kind of I'm kind of seeing that because if you're recording a segment for Anchor, and um, people who are listening to your stuff might have some degree of familiarity with you, and uh, expect the segments to be kind of uh, ad hoc and rough and ready. But when you're listening on iTunes or you're listening on, let's say, Spreaker or or Google Play or some other platform, you expect a bit of structure. You expect it to be uh, produced to a particular degree. And um, I'm not entirely sure if stitching segments together uh, from Anchor and turning them into a podcast is is the best result because there's no flow to it, or there tends not to be a flow. And in order to, to achieve that flow from one segment to the other, there needs to be that structure there. And I think... Just from my limited experience being on Anchor, the nature of the segments here tend to be, you know, just fired out. Hey, how's it going? Uh, what's happening? Here's my day type of stuff. And uh, I think people who listen on iTunes are a little bit more sophisticated than that. Or expect a little more. I don't know what you think. Let me know. Uh, give us an L call in there and, and let me know what you think. Uh, if you're producing a podcast, uh, if you're sending your segments out on iTunes or whatever, uh, let me know what you think. But, uh, anywho, uh, moving on, uh, this is episode 8, if you're listening on iTunes, and um, just give you a little bit of recap, last night I had a presentation for uh, a module of the course I'm sitting, um, and it uh, it went alright, I went over time, and you know, when the buzzer goes or the bell goes at the end of your 4 minutes, it kind of throws you out a little bit, and... Uh, I probably should have practiced it more, should have ran through it, uh, a few dry runs, but um, I left it at the last minute. So considering that I did, and that I didn't put in a whole pile of effort into it, um, I didn't I didn't go too bad. So happy enough. I think uh, bro- looking at everyone else's as well, um, I was probably in around the same. But uh, I, I still understand... In, in, I accept that I should have put in more work, but at the same time, I understand that uh, when you put in the work, you actually get the results, you know, so you get out what you put in to equal measure. Um, so, uh, good morning, well it's actually afternoon now, um, I'm busy putting up Christmas lights at the moment in the local boozer, uh, they're getting ready now, we're into November, so the shops will be full of Christmas uh, wares and all the ads will be on TV uh, so the nature of the game here especially if you got kids is to keep them away from television for the month of November and December uh, I find that uh, for kids, kids TV BBC is probably best because BBC don't have ads unless you didn't know that uh, it's true and I like that about BBC uh, they're they're uh, Licence fee covers their costs. They have a big enough population to do it. Yeah, anyway. So, what else have I got to tell you? Uh, nothing much at the moment. 
just kind of uh, gonna have a spot of lunch now um, and uh, oh yes uh, I spoke to uh, my fellow creative um, writer and uh, self-development um, professional maybe Joanna Jast uh, today for next week's podcast and we got talking about our book on motivation and our book is titled not another fucking motivational book or something to that effect and uh, I'll post a few well excerpts on here but uh, Joanna's got some interesting things to say about um, motivation and why stuff doesn't work you know uh, why that um, when we're looking outside ourselves for answers in other people's material that generally we don't find it and that uh, unless what we do is aligned to what's inside we tend to get lost so Joanna goes on to tell us about her creative process and, and uh, she admits to being a little bit flaky and maybe not as uh, strategic in her approach, uh, at least historically, and tells us how she's managed to get some structure around her workspace and how her work environment helps her stay on track. Uh, this is her third book now um, that she's written. Her stuff is available on Amazon. Joanna Jast, if you want to check her out. Uh, she's... Um, uh, Polish national living in France uh, has spent a bit of time in New Zealand and um, uh, she's a writer of course and she's chosen to focus on this particular area and has been working with creative people over the years to help them uh, achieve uh, their goals and their, their work and creative goals and she's got some very interesting things to say about motivation and staying on track and about uh, aligning our work with what's in our heart you know and I think that's important, and it 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 it's uh, certainly in line with what I believe. And unless uh, unless we can uh, focus our efforts uh, around what it is we love to do, what's excite what excites us, well then I think largely we're wasting our time. Uh, head goals tend to take over, and societal influences tend to lean on us uh, in terms of our work, and we can be pulled astray, you know. Um, head goals can be detrimental to our progress but in a way at the same time they're important in order to teach us a lesson so we can get lost in things and get lost in these head goals but uh, I think ultimately they all serve us if we can find a way out of them um, and this is what myself and Joanna get chatting about so watch out for that episode it'll be out next Thursday and uh, I'll post a few excerpts here on um here on Anchor as well to let you guys listen in on, on what's coming up I think uh, she's got some very interesting points to make and uh, be worthwhile checking out so I'm going to leave you be for the minute I'm going to go and get a bite to eat my belly's rumbling here and uh, I shall check in the afternoon at some stage uh, until then people I shall talk to you take care so I'm a little bit obsessed, I have to admit. Uh, the owl leaderboard um, is uh, occupying my time. Now, I understand, of course, that the leaderboard is uh, maybe not so straightforward. And I doubt if Anchor will ever tell us how they compile that leaderboard at all. So it just leaves us guessing about what to do, what not to do, how to interact, etc. And I think we lose we lose the point if we get caught up in that, um, we lose the point, uh, and we lose our, our our 
ability to focus on what it is we want to create if we're focused on the fucking leaderboard okay and i'm I'm talking to myself here as well um now when i first started an anchor about two weeks ago uh it was you're not listed or whatever it is you're not you're not featured now you're in the top five thousand now you're in the top one thousand and now you're in the top 100, so it fluctuated one top 5,000, top 100, not listed, etc., etc. And as I created content, um, I tended to feature more in the top 1,000. And now I'm in the top 100 pretty much all the time. And uh, that kind of gets uh, gets me feeling all good and, and nice and warm and cosy, you know. But it's um, it's illusory. And I've got to remind myself not to get caught up in that rubbish because if I do, well then, I don't create the shit that I want to create. I create other shit, you know. I start trying to figure out, well, how do I stay in the top 100? Or how do I make it from the top 100 to the top 20? Ooh, I better look at what other people are creating and create the same stuff. And we get lost in that because that's that's rubbish. Um, I'm not interested in creating the stuff that other people are creating, those who are in the top 20. Because I could pick each of those stations, listen to their stuff, and and uh, and pick out points that are not, do not reflect what I'm all about. So, you know what, Larry, fuck the top twenty, uh, fuck the leaderboard, and do your shit the way you want to do it. And if people like it, they like it. But don't, like, a lot of commentary out there, a lot of marketing speak, and a lot of advice from people who supposedly no more than you will tell you that uh, you should go out to the world see what people want and then give it to them and then give it to them however I've got a fundamental issue with that because if you're focused completely on what other people want you never create the stuff that you want now okay if you want to sell widgets and you want to do all that shit well then that's fine if you want to if you want to see what the world wants and then give it to them well uh, if that's your bag then that's fine Go ahead and do that. But it's not mine. I'm not doing that. I'll create the shit that I want to create because it feels good for me to create it. Otherwise, it's fabricated, it's it's illusory, and it's it's a surface fucking level bullshit that I'm not playing. I'm not playing that game. I've tried to play it before and it doesn't work. Not for me. And if it works for you, that's great. You keep doing that. But there's enough marketing commentary out there. There's enough advice from people who supposedly know better than you um, to fill vast, uh, vast uh, bucketfuls of uh, requirements. I don't even know what I'm fucking talking about. There's enough of it out there, right? I don't need to join that conversation. And there's enough stuff um, that that is contained in that top 20, uh, and I don't need to add more of it. There's too much of it in my view. So I've got a particular drive. I've got a particular want, desire. I've got a particular uh, message that I want to relay. And I'm going to relay it. And if you like it, well then that's fantastic. And if you don't, well then that's just great too. And that's it. Um, And I think you should take the same approach. Because if everybody decides to copy everybody in the top 20 of any platform, well then everybody's creating the same shit. And that's a waste of time. And wherever there's two or more of the same thing, the second one is obsolete. You know, it, if everything was the same, well, then the world would be a very boring place. And uh, if you want to create the stuff that's in the top 20, well, then go ahead if that floats your bow. But it's not it's not floating my bow. <sighs> Rant over. Okay, so Larry, forget about the top 20. Create your shit the way you want to create it. If people like it, that's awesome. All right. So that's my rant over. 
Tell me what you think. Is that your bag? Do you believe the same? Or are you chasing metrics? If you're tra chasing metrics, well then, I think you're chasing shadows. Alright, have a good one. Just driving along here, coming back from a site visit in Kildare. And, uh, you know, I, I, everybody, me, everybody maybe, uh, most people, a lot of people, how's that? Uh, like to text when they drive, you know? And I think that presents some significant difficulties. Uh, you know, it's it's difficult to text when you're driving. And uh, what I usually do is I put the phone on my knee, you know? Um, but that's a problem because, you know, if you have to brake suddenly, um, someone up ahead of you is kind of hitting the brakes and you have to hit the brakes, especially when you're on the motorway and you're doing like 120 kilometers an hour and the traffic is tight, you know? And when you brake, the phone shoots off your knee and, and lands on the floor. Now, that can be very dangerous, you know, when it lands on the floor because the phone could go under your under your foot, you know, under the brake or, or the accelerator or whatever, or the clutch, and cause a problem. So I think we need to solve that, you know? So uh, come up with a little ad hoc solution where it could um, a very easy fix. And I'm probably not the first one to come up with this. Uh, I could get some Velcro and uh, and just Velcro the back of the phone and, and put some Velcro on me, on, me, on me lap and Velcro the phone to me knee, how's that? Or I could invent these trousers uh, or jeans to have a little Velcro patch just above the knee uh, that'd be cool I think because um, then the phone wouldn't fly off and I think that would save lives you know so text and drive I think uh, I think velcro trousers would be the way to go um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna make them and I'm gonna sell them I reckon I'll make a fortune or you know I was thinking about maybe uh, I could get one of those do you ever see those uh, camera mounting systems and they kind of, they, they uh, I don't know the official name for them, but uh, if, you're into, if you're into cameras or video, um, you'll know what I'm talking about. And they, uh, when you move, they, they, they account for motion in the camera, so they, it's like to keep your image still, I can't remember the name. So you could kind of adapt that technology and get some kind of a steering wheel mount thing that you could fix to your steering wheel and you could always have your phone right there in front of you so you could text when you're driving even when you're turning corners and stuff you could still text i think that'd be fucking cool you know so uh, i'm gonna work on this and and see what i come up come up with and uh i'll keep you posted um i i think i think i'm onto something here i think i'm onto something i was just considering here as i uh, as i drove home there's a lot of uh, commentary in the world uh, telling us that we shouldn't um, become angry, and that anger and negativity is uh, is is not desirable. Dewan has been talking about it on his show, Dewan and only <laughs> um, the former fried Oreo. All right, Dewan, and I think he's right. You know, I think it's foolish and idiotic and naive uh, for human beings to believe that um, positivity should be all there is uh, and for us to uh, ignore the negative because it's only in the contrast you know who you are you know what I mean uh, 
and to deny our aggressive side, to deny our our anger, um, is to deny half of who we are. And the truth of the matter is, both exist and both are required, and one will never overrun the other because that just doesn't. That's not the nature of things. That's the not not the nature of the universe. The universe is built on uh, the balance of positive and negative, and there's always balance if you can find it. And uh, <clears throat> you know, there's certain aspects of of that contrast that we we desire not to be the likes of war and and all that kind of stuff. Um, I think it's the time of man, insofar as that's what we create, and it's not just one entity in the world that creates that it's the balance of everything that creates it um, on an individual level uh, I think we shouldn't deny ourselves that anger when it comes you know because it'll eventually come out in some way Freud spoke about that uh, repression you know and when we repress that side of ourselves um, it's going to have serious negative consequences later down the road. Um, there's nothing worse in all of that than coming up against the passive-aggressive, you know, the spiritually enlightened ones who uh, won't bring themselves to get angry. And you can see it, you know, you can see it in their face. Or the ones who... Uh, the ones who maintain to be so bloody perfect and that everybody else should follow suit... It's kind of sickening, to be honest with you. Um, if I'm pissed off about something, I'll tell you. If I'm not happy about something, I'll tell you. Now, it's not very... Uh, it's considered not very um, desirable to lose the plot. But I think if we're going to lose the plot, we're going to, we're going to get angry about something or, get, or vent our frustration or our opinion about something that is that we'd rather wasn't. Well, then... I think we really should get into it, you know, get into it and give it everything you got because um, things are created that way. Now, that doesn't mean that we focus on the negative because that doesn't create much good. In fact, it only personifies um, personifies and prolongs the negative when we focus on it. Um, I think noticing things we don't like is a natural element of being human. And to deny that is stupid, idiotic. So, for me, if I see something I don't like, I say it. And uh, I can be perfectly with that, you know. Um, I think it's, uh, if you read some Zen uh, writings and Buddhist teachings, they'll say that. Uh, if you're going to lose it, well then lose it, you know, and be really, really with it, as Alan Watts says, you know. So, uh, you're going to lose the plot, lose the plot, but don't stay there. Don't stay there too long. Uh, be like a pair of ducks fighting in a pond, you know. I'm stealing that again from somebody else. See if you can guess who it is. Uh, you're going to lose the plot with somebody. Lose it, get it out. Get rid of it and move on. Yeah, because pondering it and living in it, constantly rehashing it, doesn't serve anybody. But if I think if you feel something that, that is not right, well then, you know, voice it.
be heard, as it were. Hmm. What? Today I jumped on uh, the old blower, the Skype blower, with a uh, fellow writer, uh, Joanna Jast. And we got chatting about her book, her new book, and we got chatting about uh, how she writes and how she gets motivated to uh, maintain the process and create something worthwhile. Uh, here's a quick snippet of the interview, uh, the full extent of which you can catch next week on The Larm. Uh, tell me a little bit about your creative process and this is your third book now um, I'm interested in this and, and others may be interested in uh, how you go about writing your book can you tell us a bit, a bit about that yes and, and, and first of all I'd like to tell you and, and all the listeners that I am by nature a lazy person very disorganized person and a person who, who, who sadly suffers from um, instant gratification syndrome <laughs> and, uh, and all these other things that make me a, a, a daydreamer who wouldn't have never achieved anything hey, if listen, it wasn't that's all for. Good, Joanna. You know what I mean? That's all good. I won't beat you up over that, that's for sure. <laughs> so what I actually had to do, it's, it's a funny thing how I, sometimes I think back and think, how on earth I ever managed to, you know, finish university or achieve anything in my life. Um, and and it, it was a, a, a kind of a, um, an ad hoc, I didn't have a process until recently, until probably a few years ago. My creative process used to be quite disorganized and ad hoc and, and really relying on those bouts of motivation and, and inspiration. Fits and sports maybe. Yeah, but it really stopped a few years ago and I actually had to become quite organized and um, and because of the way I am, and this is, this is the sort of foundation of what it, everything I do and everything I sort of try to share with people is that I know very well my weaknesses and what I do is I design systems that are um, failure proof because I, I assume I'm going to fail and I assume my weaknesses are going to take over. I've got apps, I do have willpower but I, I just assume that I've got no willpower whatsoever so my creative process really is built around certain things that I know are going to keep me doing what I need to be doing. So next week on The Larb you can catch that full discussion between myself and Joanna and uh, she talks about the book of course, she talks about her creative process and she talks about um, what motivated her to write this book. Um, and explains how most of the personal development material out there that at least she's been exposed to and that she sees uh, available to people uh, it misses something important and uh, it's that something uh, that important something uh, that we can attribute to why we fail and why we uh, essentially pick goals and um, never really achieve them so next week on the larb you'll catch that full episode i'll post a couple of excerpts in the next few days too that you can check out so um keep your earballs out for that uh it is now 10 to 8 uh, dublin time is it 10 to 8 no yes it is 10 to 8 i've got a clock beside the bed here and uh 
uh, whenever the clock goes back or forward I don't change it for a while and I'm looking at it and I'm going is that the right time but it is the right time at the right the right time been talking about time a lot this week it's still uh, it's still on my mind um, anyway I'm going to sign off for this evening uh, my evening is going to be occupied with a book that I got during the week it's called The Nature of Personal Reality and it's by Jane Roberts and uh, it's heavy shit you know Uh, but I'm going to give that a read I had read it in digital form a couple of years ago but I'm going to reread it now and take a few notes I like a hard copy uh, I like a hard copy book because it's it's tangible and I can I can write notes in it and, and put references in it and stuff. And digital books just don't give me that. I know there's some clever digital digital e-readers that um, give you advanced features, but really they're not they're not really uh, the same. And in addition to the book uh, is a bottle of vino. I'm just going across the road now to pick up a, a nice bottle of red from my favourite local boozer. And that would be me for the night. Mots in work, kids in bed, me chilling on the couch. Nice. Whatever you're up to, whatever you're doing this Friday night, enjoy it. I might see you tomorrow. Well, I will see you tomorrow. Tomorrow being Saturday. And sure, we'll talk then. All right. Take it easy.